Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. So it's an ordinary Tuesday night for Dave Chappelle. He's doing a big show at the Hollywood Bowl, part of the Netflix is a Joke Festival, and everything went swimmingly. The crowd is loving it. And then right at the end, everything goes sideways. Well, not everything, but one dude and Dave went sideways. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for hip-hop history. So in case you haven't seen the video, what takes place is Dave Chappelle is out on the front of the stage wrapping up the show, and a guy climbs up out of the crowd behind him, up onto the stage, all in black, runs at him, tackles him, and they both fall to the ground. That's the clinking and clattering that you hear. Everybody's confused, and the dude gets up and runs away toward the back of the stage where there's tons of people and the crew and supporters of Dave Chappelle, and there's kind of a mini chase that takes place, and... Then Dave comes back out. I am going to kill that. <laughs> Meanwhile, in back, dude's getting his butt whooped by all of Dave Chappelle's friends. Thank God that was clumsy. He's back there getting stomped. Which, of course, the crowd loves. So Dave kind of wanders to the back and comes back out and makes a quip joke. <laughs> it was a. It was a trans man. (laughs) Which, of course, is a joke. We have no idea whether that might be the case. I assume you know that Dave Chappelle has been in a lot of hot water over his, um, well, the allegations that he's anti-trans, but that's stuff that he made a joke about when he did his last special, and it's kind of a complicated history, but when a comedian gets attacked on stage violently by somebody and there is a group out there that hasn't been getting along very well with Dave Chappelle recently... Well, you're going to get a joke. And then we find out that Jamie Foxx has been closely involved in all of this. Oh, now everybody comes out for the curtain call. Shout out to Jamie Foxx, by the way. Jamie! Jamie, where you at? Jamie, 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 hold up. Whenever you're in trouble, Jamie Foxx will show up in a sheriff's hat. Who picks up the mic and gives a resounding defense of Dave Chappelle and almost a challenge to anybody, you better not mess with him anymore. I thought that was part of the show. I don't know what the. I I, I grabbed the back of his head. His hair was spongy, absorbent. Listen, I just want to say, man, I've had an incredible time. This man is an absolute genius. We got to make sure we protect him at all times, man. This is what it's about. For every comedian that comes out here, man, this means everything, man. You're a genius. You're a legend. I enjoyed myself thoroughly, and we're not gonna let nothing happen to you. That's right. Give it up. This is the show. Wait, wait. Meanwhile, dude is getting taken away in an ambulance and actually getting booed outside the venue. By fans of Dave Chappelle, who adds, this is something that maybe he's not too opposed to. I've been doing this 35 years. I just stomped the backstage. Always wanted to do that. 
This week's cover story for Newsweek entitled Power Down, New Laws, Sinking Stocks, Public Outrage, Is This the End of Big Tech's Free Ride? talks about all of the various factors beleaguering the five big tech companies, Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, Google, and Amazon. Let's start with Facebook. $232 billion value in the stock market lost in a single day in February. The most money ever lost by a U.S. company in a single day. A plunge equal for comparison to the combined market values of Netflix and FedEx. They lost in one day. By the end of April, they'd lost another fifth of their value. For the first time in its 18-year history, the number of people using Facebook declined. Then you have privacy protections added by Apple that are creating a kind of an internecine war between the companies and who's going to control what access to what information about users. Meanwhile, the ever-coveted younger demographic is not tuning into Facebook at all. They're into Instagram, but they're more into TikTok, which is now basically a competitor to Instagram. That, of course, was acquired by Facebook last year. Also, when they rebranded as Meta, part of their push into the virtual reality universe. You've got regulators in Europe already doing things to restrict these companies. In the United States, we're looking at jettisoning Section 230, the one that has held social media companies to not be responsible for content on their platforms because they don't publish it, they merely facilitate it. You've got antitrust investigations going on. You've got billions of dollars in fines being levied, particularly against Facebook, for violations of privacy. There's a lot of negative going on. And, of course, people in the political spectrum are angry. People on the left are angry that these social media platforms aren't doing more to censor what they consider to be dangerous or false ideas. People on the right are angry that they're doing so much to censor the things that they want their people to be able to say. But don't cry too many tears for the Big Five just yet. Last year, they took in over $1.2 trillion. Just... Think about that number for a second. The most they've ever made, which was about $200 billion more than 2020, which was itself a record year. What are they doing with all the money? They are investing in the future. About one in every $10 invested by businesses in the U.S. is invested by one of these five companies. But the lawsuit and the legislation is coming. The House of Representatives is looking at the Justice Against Malicious Algorithms Act, the JAMAA, the Protecting Americans from Dangerous Algorithms Act, the PADAA, both of which would get rid of Section 230, the Filter Bubble Transparency Act, FIBTA, which would require Meta, Google, and other social media companies to either get rid of their algorithms that filter how you see information or else provide algorithm-free alternatives so you could just get the raw information. Then you've got the kid problem. The question about content for young children, whether it's designed to addict them, it's exposing them to things they should not see. You've got the Bipartisan Social Media Nudge Act, which is designed to control what kids see online. And the Kids Internet Design and Safety Act, or Kids Act, rather appropriately named. So, and several states, including Florida, Colorado, California, Virginia, passing legislation to protect people online and to limit the actions of social media companies online. It's a rapidly changing environment out there. And what the future holds for these products and services that we all want, that nobody wants to pay for, that everybody wants to come without any privacy violations, well, that's the trick, isn't it? We'll see. And finally... Yes, that's right. It's the high holy day of nerddom, May the 4th, when we all celebrate Star Wars. What was once just a gripping escapist cowboy western with lightsabers and blasters instead of cutlasses or pays and pistols has now become one of the most well-entrenched, well-beloved science fiction series of all time that everybody everywhere has to know or else. Except for there are some people who still haven't seen any of the movies and they usually like to brag about it. I find your lack of faith disturbing. But no matter, on this particular day, 
everyone unites and celebrates what is essentially the first movie franchise to become a holiday. Now, there is a little teeny bit of a debate within the Star Wars uh, community. And that is because May the 4th was not the release date of the original movie. It was actually May the 25th. Uh, but given the fact that you can't say May the 25th be with you, it has no relationship to the movie. At this point, pretty much nobody cares. And May the 4th has become the clear winner in the beta versus VHS discussion about which day we should celebrate Star Wars. Now, look, I will confess... I saw Star Wars in the theaters in 1977 when I was just a six-year-old. I've loved it ever since. I've seen all the movies in the theaters. I've seen all of them many times. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen the original movie. at 50, 80, I have no idea. But here's the thing. Love Star Wars though I do. I'm not a cosplayer. I'm not somebody who dresses up as a Jawa, although I do have the hype for it, or R2-D2, or a Wookiee, or anything else. But I admire those who do, and I think it's grand fun that they are now the power wielders in a society that has grown up and has money and can spend it on this kind of stuff. I do have one minor criticism for Star Wars Day. Hear me out. What is the key to a good holiday? It's not just having a cause. It's not just having a date. It's having appropriate food and drink. And love the Star Wars universe, though I do, I still have no idea what I'm supposed to eat on May the 4th. I know what I eat on Cinco de Mayo. That's tomorrow. I know what I eat on St. Patrick's Day, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, even Labor and Memorial Day have food. I just don't know what I'm supposed to eat today. And I don't know what I'm supposed to drink. So the problem keeping Star Wars Day from going to that next level is figuring these things out. And when they do, I'm going to love it. Whatever it is, even if it's teriyaki tauntaun and gungan stew. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to our digital and print editions of Newsweek. If you haven't already, hit the five-star rating before you go. I appreciate it. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Newsweek.